All right, Tanner. Uh, yeah. Uh, you have a lot of food allergies. Yeah, that's I'm true. I'm going to read do. you some ingredients to sushi and tell oh. me if you can eat them, okay? Oh, I like sushi. I mean, I've never, I can't have it, but I like sushi. Okay. Uh, avocados. No. Uh, cucumbers. Uh, ooh, I mean, yes, but I don't like cucumbers. Carrots that are often pickled. No, can't have carrots. Seaweed. I, I think I can. Crab with a K. Kent crab with a K? Yeah, that's imitation crab. Usually Pollock made it from Pollock the fish. So is that, okay, so that it's still fish, yeah. but it's not it's not like a fake meat. It's like it's fake crab made from real real fish. meat. Yeah. Then no. Okay, what about uh real crab? No. <laughs> it's not a fish. It's like a shellfish. It's not real fish. Okay. Is it is it a live animal that lives underwater? Yeah. No. So you can't have shrimp tuna? No. Why? What's the difference between shrimp and shellfish, or, or fish and shellfish? I don't understand. Well, I mean, a biological difference, or just how it affects me? Difference. Yeah. How does it affect you? They they both cause me to to have a allergic reaction, which is my way of my body's way of telling me that um, I was not raised with enough good genetic material. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Would you rather eat crab with a K sushi? Okay. Or watch The Big Bang Theory? Uh, I would eat while bathing in crab with a K. Uh, just to, if I'm going to have the reaction, I might yeah. as well go all in, right? Then, then sit and have to watch through that. Yeah, nobody wants to watch that. Yeah. Welcome to Radical Apathy, the podcast where two halfwits set out to solve all the world's problems with pop culture references and a lackadaisical attitude. Why not? It's worked so far. And welcome to Radical Apathy. My name is Tanner. And I'm Corbin. And we are so happy you're here to join us again. We have an exciting, very handsome young man sitting here with us today. <laughs> Hello, handsome young man. Hello, I'm a handsome young man. Yes, you are. Uh, Dayton, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me, guys. Excited yeah. to have you here. Yeah. Uh, Corbin, you just want to let him know how we know Dayton? You know, uh, we were doing a production... Uh, we've mentioned this previously that we've done a production of the Toxic Avenger, the musical, and Dayton was the lead actor in that musical. So we're bringing him on to talk to him about maybe his acting career, maybe some other things, and uh, kind of finding out uh, what and how he uh, copes with uh, mental health. Yeah, because actors have no problems there. <laughs> nope. We're all, totally fine. All perfectly sane, normal human beings. <laughs> normal people. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much for coming, Dayton. It's Thanks nice for having me, guys. You. I'm super pumped to be here. And you guys look just as good as you sound. So, Oh, oh thank you. Oh, uh, I, I, I noticed you brought, you brought a beverage with you. I did, yes. What, do you, what do you got there? It's an Eldinga Weepipiel. So it's, a, <laughs> it's obviously an English beer. Yeah, um, it sounds English. Yeah, uh, I was going to say French. Yeah, <laughs> French. It's an IPA, which stands for Innocent Person... Advancements, advancements. Yeah, yeah. That, you yeah. know what I'm talking. Yeah, about. no, I've I've had exactly. beers before. Yeah. It was really good. That this typically like a normal beer, except when you open it, it yells at you. But uh, <laughs> that, <it's>, uh, <laughs> it tells you to hurry along. Hurry, get drink me. <laughs> well, thank you. We uh, we got a lot of questions for you. We're going to jump in, uh, get a lot of nonsense your way. But first, but first, but first, Corbin, you gave me some homework. I gave you some homework last week. Do you want to remind? Me with the homework was. The homework was to watch Shaun of the Dead. Right. And then just we're gonna we're gonna talk about it. 
Okay, before... Okay. Shaun of the Dead, Edgar Wright. Corbin, have you, you seen it? Uh, of course I've seen it. I'm the one who gave the homework. <laughs> well, uh, but we you know now our audience knows that. Dayton, have you seen it? Yes, I have. Okay. I have seen it. So now we can all... Is this the first time you've seen it? No. Oh, okay. okay. No. But it's good. It's been a while. Yeah. So, all right. So I sat down. Uh, I was by myself. It was a cold December evening. Dark, dark room, dark house. Yeah. I made a nice uh, sugary, old-fashioned little extra syrup in there. Oh, glorious. Yeah. Little little flavoring. That's a good Shaun of the Dead drink. It's a great, uh, it was a great Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. Four of them was a really great Shaun of the Dead drink. Yeah. And I kicked into our 2004 Edgar Wright comedy, the first of the Coronado trilogy. The Blood and Ice Cream trilogy. That's what it means, yeah. Yeah. Blood and Ice Cream trilogy. Yeah, the God, Blood and Ice Cream that. trilogy, yeah. Yeah. That's Hot Fuzz and The World's End. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All kind of mixed in. So, I mean, yeah, out of the gate, great movie. Yeah. I mean, this this is what, this kind of, I would say, put Edgar Wright on the map as a director. If that's, I know he has other ones before, but into the mainstream, really kicked him off, I would say. Oh, yeah. And they, I, I, I actually don't know if it's the first collaboration with Nick Frost and Simon Pegg. It's not. They did a, uh, a BBC uh, comedy series called Spaced. Okay. And so they directed that in both, of, or he directed that in both of them uh, were in it. Um, which is uh, yeah no I, I've watched a bunch of it and it's a, it's also really good. I love to see that you know with the director and, and, and the cast just they, get, always do the same shows together or they do different types and if it fits really right weird. yeah if it they fits did, it works. They did an episode of Spaced where uh, I, I forget if he was drunk or high or something. Uh, Simon Pegg was and he was playing Resident Evil Two. Ooh. And so then Great the episode game. turned into him like fantasizing about a zombie apocalypse and this is where they got the idea for oh, Shaun of the Dead. Because yeah, oh. he also kind of a, a loser and. Uh, space as well. Yeah, a bit. Yeah. You could you could say that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I one of the one of the things I really like about this movie out of the gate it is it is a brisk hour thirty seven. You, mem- you memorize the time. Yeah, and that's <laughs> okay. and that's but that's a problem. You I, have I didn't give you that nowadays. much homework. That, but that's that's the problem you have now, especially. I mean, even comedies and, and action comedies, they're. They just everything is just it drags out so much longer oh, now. I couldn't agree more. As as we ourselves are making a long form entertainment uh, audio cast, I just these things go on forever. Yeah. <laughs> they just they just they're never whatever have just a good ninety minute movie. Oh yeah, right. What I loved about this movie is the reoccurrence of sequences. Uh, for example, the first opening sequence, he gets up and he starts walking towards the the store to grab a Coke mm. or a Diet Coke, I should say. DC, DC, DC. Yeah. or no, no, it's a regular Coke, and uh, RC. <laughs> it's a regular Coke. RC and <laughs> but he passes, you know, the soccer kid. He passes the guy who asks him for change. He passes the guy watching, uh, or washing his car. And he gets into the, and he's completely oblivious to all of it. Mm-hmm. And then he gets in there and gets his diet or his regular Coke and he pays the guy and, that, and, and that's it. Right? Yeah. And then later on when the zombie apocalypse is hit and I guess it, it kind of, it's what I explain this to my son. Cause I made my 12 year old watch it with me. Sure. Yeah. Of course, and yeah, I yeah. said, can you be so oblivious 
to not even know a zombie apocalypse is going on. And that's kind of what the first half of this movie yeah. is. And so he goes out. The kid is dead playing soccer. And he actually, in the first thing, he goes, after he kicks the ball at him, he goes, you're dead. He says to him. <laughs> and the next scene, you see him, he's dead, right? Um, and then the guy asks him for change. He doesn't got any change. And that's important the second time because he gave him the change the first time. The second time, I don't got any change. And then he gets to the store. And this is after... He got dumped, mm-hmm. and he's trying to be a better person. So he picks out the Coke, puts it back, takes the Diet Coke instead. Yeah. Okay, and then he goes to the to the uh, the cashier, and because he didn't have change for the other guy, he can't pay the full tab at this one. So he's like, I'm out of change. And then later, you see the zombie of the, the store clerk holding out his hand for the change. Yeah, because so it's it. just all these callbacks that just are, that's just one example, yeah. and that's in the first 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. It's, it's a proper example of setup and payoff that, again, I don't think a lot of uh, writing does nowadays. They just, they just tell you why it's funny, or they just tell you it should be funny, instead of just applying a setup and then at some point through the rest of the show, pulling the trigger on it and making it funny. My, mm-hmm. my son laughed heartily because it's a different kind of comedy right oh, yeah, it's very british and it, it was the opening scene in the bar and sean is just kind of staring straight and his, him and his girlfriend are talking about you know why she may or may not like his buddy ed yeah and, she, and they pan right to an exit he's right there right and yeah. then they talk about the, the roommates <laughs> and how and they're yeah. my kid was in tears he thought that was the funniest thing oh. i like i like but see that and that's and that's the that's the nice thing about comedy is that it really shouldn't matter too much your background, where you're coming from. No, it's funny, funny, right? It's going to hit, and I like, I like that uh, movies like this, where uh, the genre of the movie is in the background. Yeah, which kind of speaks to what you were saying before. It's in the background, but they blend. They, they do. They do blend it very well. In all three trilogies, it's blended genres. Yes, but the zombie movie is is almost happening in the background, where it's we're still focusing on Sean and Ed and his life and even trying to the, get his girl back. Even the play on the words, I right? think like Sean of the Dead versus Dawn of the Dead and yeah, they're, they're throwing that stuff out there. It's beautiful. Yeah, they wear it on their sleeve as they say. <laughs> you got a little red on you. <laughs> uh yeah, and I mean yeah, I, I it's a great movie. It's it's probably my favorite of the trilogy. Okay. Uh, I mean, Hot Fuzz is great. Hot Fuzz is my favorite. Uh, it's it? my favorite comedy of all. It's a great movie. Wow! But I, I love Hot Fuzz. <laughs> Every time you watch it, there's just something new, and it's just like, well, all three of them, there's something yeah. new. But this one specifically, yeah. I think, I think, uh, Hot Fuzz is the best version of uh, Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, and Edgar Wright. I think Shaun of the Dead is the best version of Edgar Wright's writing. It's and Simon Pegg. It's, it's, yeah, I, I think I think they're, that the writing collaboration on Shaun of the Dead was better. I think the jokes land better, and maybe it's because they or, have or that. This history. is like one and one A. True. Yeah. No. I mean, they're both great movies, but that's again. I just I really like that it's just a just hour thirty seven. There's just, a just, get in the movie going right. There's a scene at the end of the movie where uh, Queen starts to play, yeah. and they rhythmically beat the the bartender zombie with pool cues yeah okay as you would as, as you, you would. would as you would and that is the first uh example of him kind of toying with the idea that the movie baby driver was completely based around yeah which was basing a movie <laughs> on beat on beat to mm-hmm. the, to, the yeah. to songs which was so cool did you see baby driver i did see baby driver yeah what do you, what do you think of Shaun of the dead what do I think of Shaun of the Dead? Yeah. I've watched it, I'd say, no, I didn't have homework. Times. But yeah, about 99.5 times. Almost. I agree with you with the 
the hour 37 thing. Mm-hmm. Like I've, I've gone to a couple movies now, whether in theater or on the net, good old Netflix. Mm-hmm. And, Netflix. And I'm sitting there with my girlfriend. And she oh, goes, he's got a girlfriend. Girlfriend, girlfriend, girlfriend. girlfriend. Girls like me. Girls oh. like me. And I sit on the couch and we're talk, watching the movie and all of a sudden she looks at me and she goes, and I, at first I thought it was just because she's not a movie watcher. Like, I love my movies and mm-hmm. I like to sit down and watch those movies. But after a while we watched a couple of them and then she's like, this is way too long. They don't need to put this much into this. Like this is, we've we already got the point. Like, so we watched the new Hunger Games. Okay. It's two and a half hours. It's two and a half I haven't hours. watched it yet. It's yeah. so long. It's so long. Man. I mean, we're already at two and a half hours now for is this there, show. Is but... there meat in that movie? Like to, to. I love the idea behind the Hunger Games of the the dystopian kind of feel to it. I, those are my favorite types of movies. Is just seeing how human nature will handle something big. I had right? a I had a discussion with somebody. Uh, did we have this discussion? I don't know if we did. But um, is the Hunger Games the book? Is that the reason why we have all these goddamn Call of Duty Fortnite games? Oh, the Royal Rumbles, the, the ro- Battle Royale, Battle Royales. Uh, I mean, no. <laughs> that's my answer I don't know if you want to is go it, deeper it's maybe not the reason we have them but is it the reason we're, they're popular now no they're the, popular because they're 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 fun games to play uh, yeah. that's that's a common thing with and everyone gaming, starts at the same level gaming is its own medium yep. everyone and, starts at the same level you gotta yeah, find your gotta weapons find something new. it's a new game. game every time but you can get 40 minutes the battlefield shrinks shrinks yeah. up this is all yeah. Hunger Games yeah. yeah there's environmental factors but yeah. they yeah. but Hunger Games also took all of this from Battle Royale the Japanese movie I think we did talk about last oh. time. Um, we did. We did. We talk she, about she took, well, uh, yeah, a little bit, but but I don't remember. But yeah, so I mean, th- aspects like that I think are probably borrowed. But it's it's gameplay is king with with video games. So if the gameplay isn't good, uh, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what they take because no one's going to play it. So because there is a lot of battle royale games that have failed immediately because they're crap to play. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the few that are out there. Um, I think it's like um, Castle Castle Evening and Papa Papa Uniform Grounds Battleship Player. <laughs> Is that what they're called? I think so. <laughs> you lost me. Yeah, I know you're looking at me. I don't. I don't play these games because I need. I need an ending to my games. Oh. Yeah. I need my games you need to end. Conclusion. I need my games need to end conclusion. because they're I'm too very long. Much like, yes. I'm very much like Dayton with the movies. I need <laughs> yeah. my too long. There's a movie, yeah. Killers of the Flower Moon, which I got. I'm gonna see. Oh yeah, but it's three and a half hours long. Leo, three and a half. Leo. I don't talk that long to friends contemplating suicide. One hundred percent. Well, at some point, three hours. At some point, you got to shoot or go. Like, the wrap box. it up. Do yeah, it or don't yeah. do it. Do it or do it. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm missing my shows. I got a battle royale game. Like, oh, pick it up. So, Shaun of the Dead. Uh, we're all big fans. That was really nice homework. I, I was actually really nice, watch refreshing to go back and Everybody watch Everybody watched Shaun of the Dead. Uh, great home- And you know what? Yeah. It, it has, I had a nice little evening. had a nice little couple of fashions. A great little mm. movie. Um, your homework, I don't think you're going to enjoy as much as you know, I enjoyed mine. Oh, okay. It's, you know what? It's not like it's not an impossible mountain to climb, but I just... That is my guess. Uh, so going forward, something else, Dayton, yes. that we do on the show after we go through homework, is we we like to bring in some type of of top five. People like lists. I love love lists. lists. Right? Lists are fun. That's how we get things done. So we do a top five. We take turns. Okay. Uh, Now, I'm explaining this to you like you haven't been watching the show for years. Yes, that's true. I've been Right, so none of this should be new to you. No. Right. 
should just come naturally. You're just explaining it to the Yeah, you should almost tell us uh, what's next. So do you want to describe to me how the top five works? Yeah, the top five, uh, If you, since I've been watching it for yeah. so long, what you guys usually do is yeah. you look at me uh, adoringly, yeah. or your guest, I should say, adoringly, and you give them about five compliments, I think it was. Okay. Yeah. And you list those compliments, and I have to list the compliments that you've given me from top to bottom. Right. So uh, He might not have been watching our show. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a dating show. That does sound like a dating show. That sounds like a Wait, bad bachelor this, synopsis. This yeah. isn't a dating show? Did we no, just make a, this is not a dating make show. Did we make our own television show? <laughs> uh, close. Why don't, you, why don't you explain it for the new You know what? People. Just for those people who don't know, mm-hmm. uh, it's whatever you want it to be. So my top five for, for this show yeah. is top five, I should say Tanner's top five movies coming out in 2024. Oh, okay. I looked at this list and I was not excited. So we'll see what happens here. For all the movies coming in 2024? Yeah, there's like two I want to see. It's so uh, Yeah, you know what? It, it was oh, easier oh. to make this top five than I thought it was going to. <laughs> when it, I started thinking, I'm like, oh, you know, there's probably going to be a lot of movies. I'll to... How do you think the, the actor strike probably did something with this I would and say slowed so, yeah. some stuff out? Had to have, right? Had to. Because how long was that actor strike? It was like five months. Five or six months. Like that's That's a long time to to jimmy up a show yeah or, or a movie anything right um so i i did go through all the ones these so i only picked movies that are confirmed dates in 2024 okay there's there's one that's my number one i already know what it is okay and there and there's a lot of movies that are like yeah probably but that don't have confirmed dates so i didn't even touch them I, okay. i've only picked movies and that actually quite limited where did you the list. reference this Oh, the inter- the internet? Yeah, like where? All of them. Okay. All, All of the, the internet. internet. scoured the entire Yeah, thing. I went I, multiple sites, uh, both both uh, legal and questionable. Uh, the the All the trailer YouTubes. Mm. Some things don't even have trailers, but they were all confirmed 2024. Okay. Okay. For, right and for with it. hard release dates, I brought the release dates to, to confirm it. So if they ended up don't coming out, it's not my fault. Yeah. I did our best. So... Starting at number five. Number five. Is Mickey 17. Mickey 17. I've heard of this movie and I've heard of the book, but I don't know what it's about. Yeah. It's like he's got a, it's like an Android or something. So, yeah. So, uh, Mickey 17, my, <clears throat> right out of the gate, I'm excited because uh, Bong Joon-ho is the director. Uh, he's the director that did Parasite. I didn't watch Parasite. Oh, it is. a. I have not watched it. I haven't seen it Neither either. Neither have you seen Parasite. No. It's a lot. And, as the resident horror person, yeah, and I hate horror movies. It was a really good movie. I mean, it won the Oscar for a reason. Okay, um, wow, very good. So I, I was excited to see him. Uh, Batman is the the lead in it. Mm. Um, newest newest Batman. Okay, I was going to say yeah, that's yeah. a wide open. Yeah, yeah. newest, a lot of newest going on. Mr. Robert Pattinson. Ah, the Pattinson of the Roberto. Um, which you know what? I I really wasn't the the fan, obviously because of the Twilights. Mm-hmm. Early on, but man, that guy's really been bringing the acting in here the last few years. Yeah. Tenet, he was awesome in Tenet. Awesome in Tenet, and really I, good I Tenet. enjoyed him as Batman. Yeah, I did too. That was a good movie. Not my favorite Bruce Wayne, but a but a good Batman. So he's in it. Uh, Bong Joon Ho is directing, uh, based off the the novel uh, Mickey Seven. Uh, and basically, sorry, wait. The novel's in Mickey Seven, and the movie's Mickey Seventeen. Correct. That's very dumb. I'm assuming they're doing it, just adding in more for yeah. They're adding ten more movies, obviously. Yeah. Oh, well Basically, without giving too much, if you haven't read the book, have you read the book? I have not read the book. Oh, okay, I've, I've just read the the spine of the book. Ah, yes, of course. It's you have your android uh, is not involved in this at all. There's no androids. No. Okay, but my bad. Okay. 
It was, so, a, good, it was a good show. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I like that you were there. I, yeah, I was there. Went for it. So humans are expanding, and they're going to other planets to colonize, and they're terraforming shitty planets so that they can be used by humans. And what they have created, because it goes this far, they basically create clones uh, that operate, that do the shittiest, worst jobs that you can do. So going out into the unbreathable atmosphere, the toxic reactor core, doing shit that nothing to do so that when they die, inevitably, they just rejigger another one that comes out of the machine. And then that's Mickey 2 or ah. Mickey 3. And that kind of uh, continues off where it is. So basically in this one, um, at least in the novel uh, point of it, Mickey 7 goes out. They think he dies. So they create Mickey 8. Mickey 7 doesn't die. He gets up getting back. And it's a big cultural no-no to have two clones at once. So they just they usually just end them both. Uh, so that's kind of where the story goes. So Interesting. Yeah. So it's... Okay. Mickey uh, 17. Yeah. Mickey 17. Just, yeah. I'm, Bong Joon-ho is a really cool director. Uh, so that's number five. That one comes out March 29th. Oh, that's a good month for movies. Yeah. Actually, March did have a good chunk of movies. Yeah. Yeah. March is like the new July. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Is that... Yeah. Sure. Because the movies? Yeah. Yeah. March is the new July. Number four is Ballerina. Ballerina? Ballerina. I wonder what it's about. Hmm. No? Nothing? Ballerina is the first uh, offshoot movie of the John Wick series. Oh. Oh. So Ballerina was... So this uh, this movie takes place between Chapter 3 and Chapter 4. I hate keeping track of this shit. Yeah, I know. Um, so the the Fuck, like the I, there was a, there was the prima ballerina turned killer who was in John Wick three, the most forgettable of the John Wicks. Yeah. I'm glad they're making yes. a movie about and that. And so yeah. then that so we remember it they've again. recast that character, that actor, and they're going to re and they recast it with Anna thousand so far, yeah. and now she will be. It, it'll kind of go a story about her. Um, Is this Halle Berry's character? No. That's no. the, only, <laughs> the only one. <laughs> so let me get this straight. Uh, so they're taking Unity the worst Fel- John Wick. I think was the. They're yeah. taking the worst John Wick that yes. nobody liked. Correct. They're taking a character that nobody remembers. Correct. Yes. Recasting her to make us forget even more. Yes. And making another movie. Correct. That sounds like a winner. Sounds like a restart. And I and I believe uh, this is the last movie with Lance Reddick as well before oh. he died. Oh, okay. Oh. Uh, and uh, also the Baba Yaga will show up in this movie as well, but more just as the cameo. Okay. You know, to, to bring it in. Uh, and it's just on my list because I, John Wicks are, are a lot of fun to watch. They were a lot of, they, yeah, they are. Like, John Wick 4 was really fun to watch. I liked 1 and 4. Yeah. yeah. 2 and yeah. 3 were like, I, 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 agree, I agree. I love the massive fight he has in that club with the big fat guy that's wearing a fat yeah. suit. And he's actually yeah. like a super ripped, like, MMA fighter guy. Yeah. That's that it was a, that was guy. a good fat suit, actually. I, really I, I had to look him up suit. after to see and if that, that was real. Stairway fight, yeah. That oh. stairway thing. Yeah. You're watching that, and I, I don't know about you, but I was watching that movie, and then he fall, fell down, and, and then I actually looked at my buddy, and I go, he might not make it. <laughs> like, I really <laughs> felt that way. He fell back again, you're like, like man, oh, he man. might not make it. <laughs> you got to get up and do that all over again? Uh, they lost me a bit with the blind guy. Blind guy being the arch nemesis. I mean, yeah. yes, he might be super human or whatever it may be, but like being blind and fighting the way that he did and I just couldn't handle it. Couldn't maybe it. maybe to find out the truth, we blindfold uh, you and yes. Corbin and then we'll let you guys fight with like foam sticks. You don't have to hurt okay. each other. But then like you got a balloon or something tied to your back and you gotta get the balloon off blind and yeah. see who wins. And we'll go upstairs. Yeah. We have to use the stairs. Yeah. Yeah. Because then you gotta stairs. be able to fall downstairs. Yeah. 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 I feel like I'm gonna lose this. <laughs> I mean, hey, you know what? It's fightings uh, in here yep. and in here. It's all on the heart. Nobody can see, see right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's where it is. 
And it, you know what? You got to find that secret for yourself. <laughs> Ballerina's number four. Number three is Joker Foilé à deux. Lady it's the secret Gaga. to the Joker. Yeah. Yeah. Did we like the first Joker? I liked the movie because it was a good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I did not go into... And I think they did a good job by... Um, by doing the trailers and the presentation for that movie mm-hmm. is I didn't go into that movie expecting a DC movie um, because they did a pretty good job saying, hey, look, this is not your DC movie. This is don't come expecting that. It's yeah. something else. So from a movie standpoint of, uh, you know, mental health and crazy people and going down the hill, uh, I, I really enjoyed that. Here's the problem with having a sequel. The sequel negates, it, it, it negates, but it also makes the first movie worse just by existing. And I'll tell you why. Okay. Okay. The ending of the first Joker. Yep. I felt was an open ending left to interpret. Correct. He was in that mental hospital. I forget the question that they asked him, but he gave a vague answer. And it very much implied that everything that happened was in this guy's head. Yeah, it was made up. So just the existence of a second movie... Yeah, but kind but, of ruins that. I mean, but we'll have to see because yeah. maybe it doesn't. That's just that's just writing. So right? is Lady Gaga the rumors going around going as the Harley Quinn? And character? she has to be, right? She has like to what? Because I don't I haven't heard anything of what she's playing. I've just known that she's in it. Yeah, I mean, you I, it has it has to be. You can't you can't make a Joker love story and then just put in some random broad. Because I mean, people will lose their goddamn minds. Oh yeah, big time. If they didn't have Harley Quinn, yeah. So she'll play Harley Quinn. When did this one come out? Uh, I'm glad you asked. October, I'm guessing. Uh, Joker, a folie et deux, comes out October 4th. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And you know what? And uh, it, it is going to be a musical. It's a musical? Yes. What? what? Yeah. I did not hear that. Yeah. So it's same, uh, same Tom Phillips with uh, Walking Phoenix, but it's, it's going to be a musical. Okay. And where, I mean, the first Joker was like falling down, taxi driver, that kind of... Film, yeah. Uh, this one they're going for much more of a like a New York, New York musical kind of. Yeah, vibe. how can I make this girl more unattractive? Is what I'm listening to. Yeah. So, you know, I, I I want them. I want the I want I want the dirty Lady Gaga with like the bad makeup. Like I I, I like the grittiness of the movie because they lean into it pretty nicely. Um, how mean are we allowed to be on this podcast? I mean, you're you're. You do, you do you, buddy. Lady Gaga needs all the fucking makeup that she can get. <laughs> I don't want to see her with less makeup. That was pretty mean. Right? I mean, it wasn't as mean as I thought it was. (laughs) I I tweeted a photo a couple years ago, and it was Lady Gaga with uh, Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy. And I said, how many pigs are in this fucking (laughs) (laughs) picture? (laughs) It it goes back to my belief that if you are a musician or singer-artist, you can get away with anything. Mm. The the Me Too's, the sex stuff, the raping children, a la Michael Jackson. It doesn't matter Mm -hmm. as long as you're a singer. Actors, politicians, they all get done. But if you're a singer, you get free for anything. It's super comes with being a rock star, I guess. Yeah. I don't don't know what it is, but man, just singers just got to bow from all that. So that's my number three. Okay. Uh, Number two uh, is Dune. How is Dune number two? But go ahead. (laughs) Well, it's part two. (laughs) <laughs> You'll see when I get to one. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, Dune two is part two. Uh, okay. Part number two is Dune part two. Dune part two. two part Dune, two. Dune, Dune two. two. Okay. 
which also comes out in March. March 1st. Yeah. Oh, right. It's the closest one. It's coming out right away. I'm going to that in IMAX for that sure. That sounds fantastic. You all, you, all, you all saw Dune 1, then obviously? Yeah. We all, oh, yes. Dune 1 was maybe my favorite movie of, in the last 15 Magnificent. years. Magnificent. Yeah. It was, yeah. It, it was, I was surprised how much I liked it. I, I didn't, I was really, I was really trepidatious going in with Villeneuve. Villeneuve? Dude makes good movies. But man, like he, that. He's like a top three director right now. But he can just like, his sceneries are just. Oh, it was, it was gorgeous. Spellbinding. Yeah, gorgeous. The only problem I had with the first Dune movie, and this is the only problem, okay. is that there's a lot of shots of spaceships landing and taking <laughs> yeah. off. But that's him. There's like, a that's, lot. That's his, there's a lot of spaceships. That is his gem, yeah. right? Michael Bay blows shit up. Yep. Villeneuve. Just, let's watch this giant CG alien slowly oh, lick this beautiful. tree. Whoa. 12 minutes of tree <laughs> licking. I'm going to make everyone feel awkward. I, you know what? I've read the book. Have you read the book? No. Oh, uh, like the Dune. The 12 book series of Dune? Or no, just, just the, the first, first book? Just the first book. I have not. No. Okay. <laughs> Oh, you mean the whole 12? Yeah. No. You, you simpleton? <laughs> no. Just the one. No, no I haven't read that either. <laughs> um, um, so I watched the first movie, and I'm like, oh, okay, I need to read this book. I don't think I can wait for the second one. Mm-hmm. And it is the best book I've read by a wow. billion miles. And <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> space miles. Yeah, that's, yeah. And I have no idea how they're going to legitimately film the second half of this book because some weird shit goes down. It's going to be very interesting to see how they make this. Uh, okay, it's kind of like It, the movie It. Yeah. Okay, the first movie It was so good. Like, not, and I'm not talking the TV one, which was way better than all of them. But the first movie It, chapter one, yeah. was so good. Yeah. And then they stuck to the book on chapter two, and the book is so fucking nuts and weird. It, the, the, it's just. I don't think anybody watched It Part Two and was like, "That was a good movie." No, because the stories were very fucked up. The story's very, very good in this, yeah. but it's damn near unfilmable. So I want to know how they do that. Mm. Have you guys watched the original Dune movies? Yes, I watched that after, or not the Dune movie, the, the original 85, 86 David Lynch one. Yeah, yeah. I watched that afterwards, and it was the biggest pile of garbage I've ever, <laughs> I've ever seen. It's hot take with Corbin. Yeah. yeah. Dune sucks. Um, you're right. Uh, because I think they had that problem exactly. Because Dune is like the whole overarching Massive. story of Dune is is Massive. crazy as shit yeah. too. Like, yeah. It goes super weird. Yeah. yeah, I think they had that problem in the old uh, Jean Luc Picard movies. It's even bigger in the book too. So like the expansive. If anyone can thing. do it, it's old Papa Villeneuve. He'll do it. He's he's made it just in the last ten years. That Arrival, Blade 2049, Ooh, and I hated Blade. the first Blade. And Arrival's good. Blade 2049 was good. And Prisoners. Prisoners? Oh, he did do Prisoners. Did uh, Sicario. Yeah. Like, oh. his movies are, yeah. are fucking good. And they're, they're, they're nice to look at. Yeah. They feel like movies. They do. Yep. They're films. You know, they're films. Yeah. Oh, no, I think they feel like movies. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's the difference between a film and a movie? I don't know. Films, films are better. Uh, films are better. I feel like films have nudity. Yeah, yes. Like was, Avengers is a like movie. It's like a tasteful nudity. Yes. Yeah. Avengers is a movie. Dune Marvel. is a film. Yeah, and Rochelle Rochelle is a, is a film. Oh, then I don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> I take it back. <laughs> okay, that's, my, that's, that's five to two. Okay. How are you guys feeling so far with it? I Any? think Dune should be number one, but that's just Okay. Me. Well, you haven't heard number Okay. 
Well, the first one, uh, Michael, Michelle, whatever the 17. Mickey, Mickey, 17. Mickey 17. I'm going to watch that because yeah. I love that idea of the dystopian. Yeah, that's yeah it's, it's super cool. I'm excited for Mickey that one. 17. And Tanner's top uh, movie oh. for 2024 confirmed, confirmed. Uh, for the date of that I wrote down, July 26th. Oh, okay. Is the sequel to Deadpool. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> You'll see. You'll see. Dave, he makes that face a lot. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, it is. It is, and has been the only superhero movie I've been excited for in the last three years. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Do we care about superhero movies anymore? No. I don't. I, th- I think your take is very popular right now too on that, and they're seeing that happen a lot. Yeah, because they're garbage. They're just garbage. They're terrible. They're just like I can't handle it. Ever, Endgame was like the perfect ending. Yeah, and yep. then I I didn't, could have stopped I didn't right then need and there. Yeah. another superhero movie after yeah. that. Sean Levy is hilarious. Yeah, and they brought in the writers of Bob's Burgers <laughs> to be the writers on this. Uh, you got Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, you got goddamn Hugh Jackman. Yeah, he's just, back. Just yeah. the gorgeous man come back to play Wolverine. And he's back. And I. I think I think Sean Levy always describes it. He says, uh, "Oh, I wrote it down." He said, "It's uh, a descendant of Midnight Run and Forty Eight Hours and Planes, Trains, and Automobiles." Oh, okay. What's his go for that? Which sounds awesome. Yeah, you had me at Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. That was the last thing I said. Yeah, yeah. you had me last <laughs> at the, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. That was the last. The problem is here is how much <laughs> all the Marvel movies since Endgame have just been commercials for other movies that you're not yep. watching. Yep. Yeah. So how how, med- how much are they going to do that to this movie is the question. I think they it, A, they're, they're keeping the R yeah. which is good. Yeah. You can't have a Deadpool movie without Great start. it being rated R. And they've, they've basically let them do what they want. So because, because that's the nice thing about Deadpool is because he's a fourth wall breaker and he knows he's a comic book character that he can kind of get away with it all and it can none of it has to be real so as much as it's a part of canon it doesn't also have to be so he's basically allowed to do whatever he wants bring in whoever he wants like i mean there the rumors of cameos in this movie are running rampant all over the map like from old the original x-men to taylor swift like it's everyone everyone their dog is is going to be there as these two buddies just travel the world and get into hijinks and you know what that that's right. I my buddy went to the Marvels last oh, week. Oh no! And he he's kind of like he's that guy who has like an iPhone 6s. <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? Like he's that guy. The 6s. Do you know, do you know what I mean? Is it wrong that I knew exactly the type of guy you're talking <laughs> yeah. about when you said that? So, so that's what he's like. So he doesn't know about and has never watched or had Disney Plus. Okay. And so he watched the Marvels, and there's two characters that only existed on Disney Plus before this movie. Yeah. And so you watch it, and I'm like, how did you? How did you even watch? Like, you must have been lost the entire movie. Like, just two people that you've never seen before had a backstory that you'd never seen. You're what? Yeah. He, I just don't think the the model's sustainable anymore with... No, especially because yeah. they keep making shit. It's yeah. And the TV soldier's shit, too. Like, uh, when She-Hulk came out, that was the beginning of the end, too. Mm-hmm. Just brutal. It, it's just, yeah. I it, like Moon Knight. I didn't mind Moon Knight. Oh, you're right. Yeah, I'll give you that one. See, I didn't. Was, I, didn't I, really, like, I still I thought it was all over the map. It wasn't... I didn't, I didn't like the writing. I didn't... I, I also wasn't a fan of that one, either. You didn't like Moon Knight? No. Wow. No, because not once did he say, God damn it, Dracula! <laughs> That's all I wanted. <laughs> See, yeah, you gotta yeah, pay attention. Yeah. That's that's my top five, gentlemen. That's, top that's five. my top five movies coming out in twenty twenty four. It was actually 
it was a harder list to make because there was a lot of a lot of movies that are like, yeah, probably, but only some that are I'm like. I'm surprised Ghostbusters didn't get in there. Oh. But it was, but that was a probably. It actually. Did you see the trailer? I haven't seen the trailer. It looks actually kind of cool. I'm so butthurt by the other two that were made. What was the other one that I didn't um, mind? Afterlife. You didn't mind Afterlife. I thought it was actually kind of good. Okay. I didn't like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna go on the first one uh, because I just I loved the original Ghostbusters and I watched it a bunch of times, obviously. And yeah. The girl one was a little. I just can awful, I, awful, god awful, awful. Yeah. But you're you. I could handle Afterlife. I did watch a little bit of it. And it was, but I didn't watch it fully though, so I can't really say anything. Oh, fair. Yeah, but I like. But I also like that. I don't. I don't know if it's coming out, but Gladiator too. And I'm a little, yep. little skeptical. Like I love Gladiator. I've watched one of the best. Oh, yeah. And Gladiator two is coming out. I haven't. We all know that he on. died in the first one, right? Did and he? can we also say that Gladiator, the original movie, was just Braveheart Part Two? It was the same fucking movie. <laughs> I was watching Gladiator, and it's I'm like, not the same this movie. Is Braveheart. Hey guys, it's the same he shit. Comes back as the underdog, goes to the Gladiator Auditorium, and yeah. destroys everybody. Braveheart yeah. is at the top of his game. So the entire king. movie, he's the king of he's, the of the Scots. Yeah, he like he loses his wife, loses his shit. You're right, that part is similar. <laughs> one one wears a skirt, and the other one wears can, a loose yeah. one shirt. One says freedom. Um, I may be says, illogically. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? I may be illogically compare these movies directly to each other, yeah. and I just think. So I'll tell you the story real quick. Okay. So oh. I sat down with some friends. We were at work one day, a long time ago, when I was doing my job. Yeah. And we were bored <laughs> one day, and we said, "Okay, it was March Madness season." Oh. And so I said, "Okay, everybody, write down your sixteen favorite movies." 16. 16 favorite movies. Why, the, why 16? Because there's a bracket of 64 in the March Madness, <laughs> and there's four brackets of 16 teams. I knew that. I was just testing. Yeah, I know. I know sports. I know okay. sports. Yeah. And so, and then if there's any duplicates, seniority rules, they got to keep it. Mm. And so then you had to replace the movie. And we did a full-on vote. Every bracket, everything, all the way down to the best movie ever. And Braveheart won. Yeah. I can believe it. Gladiator can, yeah. wasn't in the top 64. Oh, what? Yeah, it wasn't. I mean, I can't really shit on Braveheart either because it's just such a freaking good movie as well. So what am I supposed to say on that? And I don't know what I did to convince them that Hot Fuzz should have been the second best movie. but I, Did it make it? It was there. It was right there. Hot Fuzz is so good. <laughs> so good. Yeah. All right. What's up next? <laughs> I'm done with that part. Let's move on. Uh, that was our, Yeah, that was our top five. Thanks for coming. They um, next we kind of let's let's get into let's get into our friend here, Dayton. Bonjour. Give us your background, Dayton. Tell us about you. What do you what, whatever what do you, you want to offer? You don't have to give. Before us all we of get it. in deep with yeah. our mm. our just our you're not prepared for our investigative questioning. Oh my god! But yeah, just give us the quick rundown of who you are. What what do we should know about you? Well, I like long walks on the beach. Yeah, of course. Uh, making love at midnight. Mm-hmm. Getting caught in the rain. Getting caught in the rain. No, I um, I'm a 32 year old man. I've, I've gone through the ringer. I've been married, divorced. I've gone through a lot of traveled. I've had a lot of good experiences, a lot of negative experiences, and how to overcome them has always been something that is on the top of my list. And yeah. I had to figure out going on through my life. So that's why I wanted to come on here and see what you guys and I love what you guys are doing. And obviously, being the biggest fan and yeah. being watching us for years, years, obviously. Yeah. For years, yeah. for years I yeah. love what you guys do. So. I just, uh, I moved, uh, obviously we're in Canada. Am I allowed to say that? 
Yeah, well, you just did. Oh, well, so. now, now we are. Yeah. <laughs> now we're in Canada. And uh, yeah, I moved provinces to a new province, started my whole life uh, again, and uh, in a city I didn't really know anybody. Mm-hmm. And it's been about six years now that I've been here. And yeah, there's, there's a lot of changes that's happened in my life in the recent two years, I'd say. Are you comfortable talking about that? Yeah, for sure. So. Cool. Especially, we're, we're talking about the facial hair you grew, right? Yes. So we're getting yes, to? That's okay. the biggest thing. So that's when nice. I came here, I had no facial hair, and I said to myself, I looked in the mirror, and I said, what could I do to make myself look better? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I shaved my eyebrows. Didn't work. Didn't work. Um, it's tough. White contact lenses. <laughs> People were scared of me. Um, and then I got married out here, and then unfortunately, it didn't work out between the two of us. Just We had different goals in the end, and honestly, we met seven years ago and then within that time frame there's like a huge change of personalities goals whatever it may be that we just couldn't cope with each other anymore and luckily for me i had a really i shouldn't say easy but like comfortable divorce i guess okay where we weren't fighting over anything or or getting lawyers involved or anything like that it was just kind of a coping still exists in that thing though like, yeah. so it'd be interesting to ask you about that yeah. is she homeless now she is yeah i kicked good. her to the oh, okay good yeah. yeah yeah get gone because you always hope to win always in the divorce right that's what you have to do yeah. yeah yeah have you walked uh through the city and ran into her and you're like man i shouldn't have wore this uh or or man i'm glad i am wearing this because i yeah. look good today uh, yeah like you want to look good yeah. next time right i actually on my days off i go to the mall yeah not to shop for anything but I'm just, just to wait, just to wait to see if I run into, <laughs> just to, if you run into, run her, into just her to prepare. Like, oh, sorry. I didn't see you there. Your you know? shiniest pants on. Yeah, and I'll do the, the whole, um, schmolder from Tangled. One of these. I know oh. you can't, oh, hold wow. it. you can see it, but you guys can just I react felt that. to it. Wow. I felt that. Wow. I bet they can feel it too. That was here, a stare. So, yeah. Yes. What's your favorite movie? My favorite movie? Yeah. Cause yeah. this, I, we feel that this really defines what a, per- like we've talked about movies yeah. a lot so far. But this could end the, this could end the podcast right here now. All right. It's going to be, you ready for it? Yeah. Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura. Nice. Yeah. Okay. And ask me which one. Number two. Well, it's number two. No, yeah. it, I, you really? didn't, you didn't have to two. say number two. I number knew it was a sequel. Two. Yeah. Number two is your Why? Favorite? Why? Why? So Jim Carrey, as everyone knows, yeah. lets loose and just goes off on his tangent. And then at that time when he was doing Ace Ventura, and he was going, he had those five movies that were like the top billing, right? And then all comedies like The Mask, Dumb and Dumber, yeah. both Ace Ventura's and Liar Liar. But Ace Ventura 2, there's something about it that he just does not give a fuck. <laughs> I think I, he just literally just, they say, okay, Jim, do it. This is, you're in the room, whatever it is, just go at it. And I, I'm, I would be so interested to see. Um, the improv that he used on that, which is probably pretty much the whole movie. The whole movie, yeah. Right? And, the, and the best thing about it is, like, there are really funny improv and that happen now with the Will Ferrell with all of his, like, the other guys and stuff like that. But the biggest ones that I always see are successful that are com- comedies are the ones you can quote really easily. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. you always remember the main ones, like, in Ace Venture, he's doing the chitty chitty bang bang, right? When he's going, he's driving on a straight road and he's bouncing around like, like this. Chitty chitty bang bang. <laughs> And like Loser and like all these things. I just, I love that movie. And it's also a bit of my childhood because my mom and I watched it all the time. Yeah. So. That's how I became a Dolphins fan. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Does it call you at home? Does it call you at home? 1993. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. That's how I became a Dolphins fan. Dan Marino. Dan Marino. Your out. gun is sticking in my hip. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I agree with you. I, I think, I think the majority of people would that the sequel, which uh, to Corbin's point, Especially in comedies, sequels are usually pretty 
shit. Yeah. Yes. But I agree that the sequel, Ace Venture, is better than the first one. Yeah. Yeah. But that doesn't always work, right? What do you think of Anchorman sequel? Oh, God, that was bad. Not, not right? good. Yeah. Terrible. Not exactly. Good. It doesn't always work with comedies. Well, you know, I like that answer. I think we can continue on with yep. the podcast. I, I dig it. I think it was okay. Yeah, thank You're you. You're allowed for, to stay. Uh, um, <laughs> it's, <sweaty. laughs> it's, uh, it's annoying how naturally talented you are. Oh, my God. Especially... I mean, based off how little effort you put into the last show we did, mm. um, why are you why are you so good at acting? Um, I, I I've been doing it for since grade twelve, right? So we're looking at I'm not going to do math in my head. Twelfth grade if you're uh, 12th, American. Twelfth grade if you're American. Was a um, senior? If you're a senior. If I'm a senior. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, but I've been doing it before it too. Uh, I found uh, and my parents will tell you that for sure. Every time I go home, they talk about my attention whoring that I would always want to do. So my grandfather had, was a big VCR guy right back in the day. Remember he had those big mounted VCR recording machines Yeah, and he recorded a bunch of stuff. And, um, he was very into playing music. So he was very showman as well. And, and he made jokes and stuff like that while he's singing. So he did a kind of the Johnny cash style, but would every time there was a wedding from the family, he would write a song about that person and then, oh. and it'd be always joking right so he, uh, the performance i think definitely came out of that side because my father's side is not so much performing I'll tell you no that. not as Zales, exciting Zales, Zales would you ever go up and do songs with grandpa yes i would if he was here yeah. no but did, did you go oh no, no i did not um i never did at that time he taught me guitar so i started learning how to sing then okay and then again he, he kind of got me into the whole recording part too like with the vcr so i had a little camera that i had myself and i would film myself and we called it Dayton News. <laughs> yeah. So Dayton News was uh, me turning the camera from a wall going yeah. and turning it to straight to my face. And at this time, I had a bowl cut, frosted tips. Yeah, nice. Did. I was very pudgy. Yeah. And I, you think I'd be wearing a suit, but no. Not, no, not in Dayton News. Not in Dayton News. We don't do that there. We wear a red robe with no shirt underneath. So the non-chest <laughs> like, hair. Like, like a smoking jacket. Yes, yeah, like a smoking jacket. <laughs> And I, it, uh, did you have a pipe? I didn't, but oh, I would look. Very I would look to the side. I would look away from, from the camera, and then I'd look right at it and go, "Here's today's news with Dayton News." <laughs> Nobody else is in the room, by the way. It's just me by myself. Yeah, yeah. And I would perform to myself, and then yeah, and I don't know why I did that, but it was. Uh, and then I would always like it because my I would interview. I'd have guests on. Grandpa yep. being okay. one of them. Yeah. Grandpa tells the news. Okay, Grandpa. Thank you so much, and then welcome back to Dayton News. We're here to the biggest story of the night. Grandma's cooking. <laughs> is it delicious? Like that kind of stuff. Okay. When okay. I was like ten years old, man. Do me, do me a quick date in news where you are speaking to the news uh, of a white man in Africa saving animals, a la Ace Ventura two. But then pass it off to your weatherman, Corbin. Okay. Whoa, 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 easy. I don't want to do the weather. Oh, what do you, you know, well, you're a sports guy, right? I'm not pass good. it off. Pass it off to sports. I'm not good at improv. Sports, Corbin. Go. Okay, so, so Corbin sports, but I do need an intro. Okay, uh, ready? Yeah. Do do do. It's time for news, news for you, and news for me. Making news while you sit and pee. Da-da-da. Thank Dayton you. Dayton News. <laughs> Good evening. My name is Dayton, and this is Dayton News. Wow. Today, a man, white man in Africa, chasing zebras. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is he chasing the black zebras? Or the white zebras, we'll never know. Are they two different zebras? Are they two different zebras? <laughs> I don't see color. Um, so to Corbin, yeah. our main man. <laughs> <laughs> our main man in sports. Go Corbin. 
<laughs> Dayton News. I'm, a, I'm so glad to be a part of Dayton News. Thanks for, uh, thanks for coming, Corbin. That was great. Glad but, to be here. Yeah, tell us the sports. Oh, we're still going with the bit? Yeah. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> In today's news, the Blue Jays fucking suck still. <laughs> Mic drop. And Miami's going to get blasted on Sunday night. Well, I think our audience can see just how strong of an acting crew we had. <laughs> oh. Yeah, right. so that's kind of how I got into it. And then... Uh, I did drama through high school because out where I was from, you either chose band or you chose drama, not any, or the arts they called it. Uh, and then I started performing when I was in grade twelve, and I absolutely loved it. Yeah, but mostly I loved musicals, uh, even though I couldn't sing at the time. I just really loved the idea of being a character and 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 putting your all into that character. It's something that's not you, and maybe that is a coping mechanism. Speaking of that, right, of not being you out there. Mm. But being somebody completely different than you and also being able to sing as that person as well, which I love to do. So I don't like doing Shakespeare and I don't like doing plays, but I really, really like musicals, no matter what they are. Hmm. There's nothing like getting a laugh, too. Oh, comedies, man. They get me. If you can get a laugh, it just feels so good. Yeah. There's not many feelings like having people laugh at you. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, when you set it up. And a lot of people don't like that. A lot of people, most people don't like They're that. They're terrified yeah. of it. Yeah. That's like the number did you, one. Did you guys feel nervous before any shows? Mm-mm. No. I didn't feel nervous at all. The only show that I felt nervous for was the show after I completely and utterly botched a solo song that I had. Yeah. And I had to improv on stage. I was so sweaty coming yeah, off did. of that. And I don't know how I, ha- how I did it, but I made it work somehow. And then I came off, and the next, um, I wasn't nervous. I shouldn't say not right. Yeah, I guess nervous right before the show. But then those kind of disappeared. But right before the song happened again, that same song, <laughs> I was terrified. But you know what? No, I don't think anyone other than us yeah. saw you, knew that it was a fuck up. I don't think so either. I mean, we've been watching you do it for five months. So as soon as it happened, him and I are behind screen, and I like a car, but I'm like, that is not the words to any of that. That or when uh, there was a, uh, a cue off stage that never came. Yeah. That, uh, that was, that's a little nerve But you know what? It's also adrenaline pumping. I do oh, love yeah, it. Well, you got to do something theater. right then and right there. I love live theater for that reason does well the only nervous i we did 10 shows the only nervous i ever had was the the first one my wife went to yeah that's true when that's I, I was cute. nervous for my wife yeah, maybe for it. the first 10 15 minutes i was pretty nervous and then i and then i calmed down because you get into the usual uh, routine but mm. probably that one was the only time i felt nervous yeah. yeah other than that no no it's good that's cool oh well, i was very fortunate too that you had like all the people that came and and not only that because like you said com- everyone loves a comedy everyone yeah, loves like, a comedy they can't mm-hmm. Like, we had people come that all of our friends that have never watched a musical in their life, and they are nonstop ranting about it for the next week because it's just funny. And it's for like the Deadpool kind of idea, right? It, yeah. it, it literally goes to everybody, and everyone can love it. And it's and nice when you can have a raunchy comedy and it can be accepted. Like, yes. people yeah. need, like, people, it's good. People can still relax in today's day and age, which is nice. Yeah, because it doesn't matter, right? Because it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It doesn't <laughs> radical. Apathy. Jokes don't matter. Jokes don't matter. They don't hurt anybody. Relax. Points don't count. Yeah. (laughs) Next question. Um, I'm reading this from what you wrote here, and I just like how you. So, what is is your favorite role? And uh, I just want to point out that Tanner wrote it R O L L. (laughs) 
Well, not only that. What is your favorite role? Uh, I like to, to do a tumble and why? every once in a while. Yeah, a tumble, <laughs> a shoulder roll. That is. I don't know why you're. That's what I wanted to know. Yes. So uh, my <laughs> How favorite. Does you I'll roll? rank them. Uh, I'll rank the top five. Um, number one being. No, we don't. We don't do top five. Okay, not top five. <laughs> we do a tumble at the beginning. Just a straight somersault yeah. is my favorite. Straight probably. somersault. Yeah. Uh, like the you know the basicness of it, and uh, it really gets you going. Yeah. Um, crunches in. What's your favorite uh, acting role? Yeah. And uh, that you've had, and why? Uh, well, I really enjoyed being Bill Sykes in the musical called Oliver. Oh, okay. Now, a little background on it. Oliver, everyone knows, is that little, the little orphan that could. And he's trying to make his way through early London. I think it's 1880s. It's, like it's 1879. They don't got cars. It's 1879, you complete ass. <laughs> you complete. I'm, I apologize <laughs> to everyone. And I love that one because Bill Sykes is the evil guy in this. Okay. I never, I never played an evil guy up to that point. I played all the Prince Charming and the Lover Boy stuff. Like, um, So, yeah. Anyway, so the, the bad guy being in Bill Sykes was great because I got to earn that adrenaline in a different way or earn that um, love for theater in a different way, which was fear. Like I love seeing people in the audience that were fearful and like I like acting that way because I had this big gruff Cockney accent. And, it, <laughs> and like my song yep. is all about beating people up and like strong men tremble when they hear it. Okay. Right. So it was just like I got so engulfed. It was actually kind of scary. Honestly, I had to back off a bit on sometimes because I was so engulfed in this character. And there's a murder scene and all that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. that was my favorite role because it was so out of my norm. Very much like Melvin and in the show that I did with you guys. Toxic Avenger. And the Toxic Avenger, where I, where I literally am, I'm not that guy, but I get to just go full out on it, right? And just not be held back at all, which was wonderful. That's so, cool. So as best you can, uh, speaking to like uh, a layman, and, someone who has nothing to do with... with and also, somersault. Go ahead. And, oh, <laughs> and do it right now. <laughs> no. I don't have the core. Oh, I've broken! <laughs> how, how do you explain... Because you said you 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 find yourself falling into the role. Mm-hmm. How do you explain that process to someone who's never acting, has no interest in acting, and when they when they hear about method acting or people getting lost in that role, like when they hear that statement, people people find that hard to understand. Cause it's mm. so not. So, how do you how do you explain that to somebody? If I had somebody and they're going like just in regards to falling in the role, because method acting is a totally different thing. Method fair, is fair. like. Even when you're done acting in your home, you're doing the same thing that yeah. your character would do. But anyways, falling into the role. So Bill Sykes, pretty much a psychopath, has no apathy or empathy for anybody, uh, hates little kids and is surrounded by little kids, <laughs> which I, I love little kids. Yeah, it doesn't sound like dating. No, yeah. no, it's just so weird. <laughs> and, I love, and I love people, right? And I love him, very outgoing kind of person. And this guy's very introverted, but super aggressive and uses a lot of stuff. So falling into my character was... Kind of when we're running through lines, I'm trying to think of what my character does in a day, right? Not, not, I'm not just seeing what's on the script. I'm seeing what led up to this moment, what happened before the scene happened. So let's say uh, I'm, there's a bar scene and what happened before Bill, Bill lost some money or something like that. So when I fall into a role, it's about I could be dating, 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 and then there's the snap of the fingers and all of a sudden I get zoned in. It's kind of like if you're playing sports, you kind of have that um, the blinders on, right? You're just looking straight ahead. Hmm. Um, but for falling into this role, especially Bill Sykes, was, yeah, just kind of having a background on him, right? And kind of understanding why he's the way that he is. Maybe he had a shitty tri- tri- childhood. Maybe his mom beat him. Anything like that that can help 
get that character to where I want it to be. So falling into my character is more of bringing him to life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 an interesting it's one of those it's kind of hard to explain if you don't kind of go do with it but it it is definitely a a thing you end up doing you kind of just full flow into it and you're yeah. you're you're making up as you go along you you're totally. not doing it as date anymore you're doing no. it as the character yeah. when you're improvising and i think um, you can teach it like i know there's theater classes and i know there's all that kind of stuff um and then there's sometimes there's just people that are natural like uh, like you two right like yeah. I, I literally yeah. was I, I'll say it over and over again. I was blown away by our show, uh, and the audience was too. I remember we even had some other audience members that were in a show that was before our show with the mm-hmm. same company, mm-hmm. and the quote was, "Oh, you've got professional actors," and you're like, "We are not professional." Well, actors. I mean, you know, well, I mean, speak for yourself. Semi professional, part time professional, and it's just the passion <laughs> that people bring into it, right? Like, if you have the passion for it, and that's what I have for it. I love doing it and then hanging out with people. So yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, it's it's always getting into how people like to do that. There's so many different styles of of the acting. But what what would be your dream role, <clears throat> either on stage or screen? If you could if you could play any any character, fiction, oh. nonfiction, whatever whatever it be that you could do on stage or screen, what would it be? Okay, I will go with theater. And I love the Book of Mormon. <laughs> yeah. I love the Book of Mormon. And if I could get that lead and that, or not even just the lead, just the the nerdy accomplice that he has with it. Um, I love the idea. Like I said, and like Corbin said, my biggest thing is comedy because I love bringing laughter to people. And, and something about, like you said, just being on stage and having somebody laugh at you is just, my adrenaline starts pumping right away. Just even thinking about it, I'm getting sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> so. What about you? Tell me you. What, what, okay, movie or... No, let's just stick with theater. Yeah. Okay, for theater, your favorite uh, character, and what would you like to play? I I would... I'm, I'm with you in that I, I, I naturally lean towards comedy. Yeah. Because we're here. Uh, but I also really like the challenge of acting mm. um, <clears throat> for something new, so... Our last show, I mean, Corbin and I, between each other, we did each about 15 different characters. So I really liked that challenge of it, <laughs> it of, 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 of having to be 15 different people yeah. uh, and, and learning that. I would probably want to try something uh, the complete opposite of comedy, mm-hmm. but I also like singing. So I probably would go something along the lines of Phantom of the Opera. I was just thinking of that. I do the Phantom. I was just thinking about you like that. Yeah, if I could, wow. if I could do that, I would. Yeah. You got the face for Phantom. I do. Well, that's well, that's why we're doing this. But yeah, no something mask like that. required. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh God! Mask. What happened? Just put them in the just put them in the top. Head. That's fine. Uh, yeah, I get to sing. I, I like I like operatic singing, and we can you get the chance. It's all there's no comedy in that show. No. Yeah. Uh, so that's yeah. That's that probably what damn I would. Beautiful. That's what I want to try. Yeah. Uh, a la Corban. You know what? I would go with my my favorite musical, and I would do either Mark or Roger from Rent. From oh, Rent. Oh wow! Good do they choice. still do Rent? I hope they do. I hope they do, man. Did you watch the um, Andrew Garfield? And he played the writer who wrote Rent. Oh, uh, did he? That's, which no. which yeah, was yeah, Take yeah. Boom? I think it was. Is that what it was? I think so. And that's a biopic on the writer. Yeah, Jonathan. Yeah. What's his nuts? Yeah. And it's all about him and how he comes to his creation and how he creates his first musical, which leads on to Rent, which he never 
as you know, never yeah. saw because he passed away. But Spoilers. Was, uh, <laughs> but he is, oh, and Andrew Garfield in it is, it's tearjerker. Like, he is just absolutely phenomenal. I highly recommend watching it. It's a musical movie biopic, and uh, Andrew Garfield does a phenomenal job. I need job. to watch that. I didn't yeah. know that was about, that was, what, it was, yeah. what it was about. Look it up. I think, it's, I think it's Tick, Tick, Boom. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what the yeah. name okay. of the movie is, yeah. for sure. And he does one, um, oh, what's her name, uh, from High School Musical, Zac Efron, and... Lady Gaga. Uh, <laughs> Lady Gaga. <laughs> Anyways, Zac Efron's counterpart in... in um, oh, I know. It's Vanessa Hutchins. There she is. Yes. She does that, and yes. they do a beautiful little song together um, about being mad at each other and being married. Oh, man, it's wonderful. Definitely awesome. give it a look. Okay. Hmm. I'm going to do that. I'm going to watch yeah. that. I'm going to watch that tonight. Yes. Yeah, there you go. I'm going to watch you watching it tonight. Nice. I'm going to watch you watching him watching it tonight. Oh, my. <laughs> no, there's our night. <laughs> Sorry, babe, I'm canceling plans. I have to watch somebody tonight. <laughs> so that's the German Beal talking. <laughs> the Uber Oh, So, okay. So we'll go around the table on this one. Who do you think you would be a good stunt double for? Oh, I mean, like The Rock. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I'd be a great uh, double for somebody. Don't want to hear it. Alan Richardson. Wow. I like that. Rickson? Richardson? Richardson. Reacher, right? Reacher. Yeah. yeah. I just have to do a lot. Apparently, I haven't seen season two yet, but apparently he's like 25% bigger than he was I in season one. I watched season two and it, he's... Richson. 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 Yeah. Uh, first, I'm going to know his name and then I'm going to ask people. Uh, I like Al- it. Alan Richson. Alan Richson. Alan Richson. Alan Richson. So, and like, he's gone on some talk shows because he did the first season natural or whatever yeah. it was yeah and it, <laughs> my microphone's doing weird shit. Just, my microphone's doing weird he's, shit. he's going in a submarine here yeah, for a second my, <laughs> uh he did it naturally and he's oh my god it was like, <laughs> hmm. is, is it weird that the oldest guy here has a limp mic boon or <laughs> there we go never maybe happens. it'll stay now never okay. happens and so alan does the first season Alan, yeah. Alan, Alan does Reichsen. the first season natural and this is just me watching some videos here and there I don't have a beautiful laptop in front of me but uh, he's done the first season natural and he almost like didn't die but he had like a lot of medical problems by getting that big in the first one oh. and there's he's on a talk show he's talking about number season two and he went to his doctor and said what's going on I can't do this again and he actually went on testosterone Something like that. I like went on some extra stuff, and he said it's it's way better for me, and so I'm a lot healthier. Hmm. And I was like, oh, interesting. But yes, you are right. He is gigantic, huge. Like he stands at like a, at a relaxing point that where you and I would be like this, and he just stands like he's a rectangle. <laughs> man, it's huge. He is but that massive. but that fits that character. Like Reacher is is always is massive. A giant yeah. blonde haired dude who just roams the way. He was also uh, Alon uh, Richson was also my favorite Aquaman. Yeah, Smallville. Yeah, yeah. He was, he was, the, he was the best. Aquaman. You know, he also played Hawk. in, yeah. in Teen in, Titans. Yeah. Teen Titans. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then you know where his first appearance on TV was? What? American Idol. Get off! I'm not even kidding you. Really? Yeah, American Idol. He goes in. He comes in, and Simon and Paula. Not Paula. The other one. The other one. Randy. Randy. Simon and Randy. <laughs> You're a little pitchy, dog. They see how. They see how. <laughs> <laughs> he was also in the Hunger Games. He also was in the Hunger Games. Randy? <laughs> Yo, you, you threw a try through so my versatile. face, dog. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, you got some bow and arrows that we dog? Yo, dog. 
You got some. <laughs> God, none of us are good at that accent. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, he's uh, he comes on and he's going to sing his song, and then they see how good looking he is because he, obviously he's a very good looking dude at yeah. that time. And Simon and Randy go, oh, and they just pop off and they leave Paula by herself. And then Alan, Alan, Alan comes yeah. up and like soothes her with it, like sings and serenades her and gets real close up to her. And that's his first. That's his first time on TV. I need to yeah. YouTube that. That's yes. got to be somewhere. Yeah. Uh, no, it is. It's not, it's not true. His first time on TV was in 1989 as an uncredited Thad on Frasier. A Thad? That's so funny because Thad. he's Thad on Blue Mountain State as well. Oh. I don't yeah. know what that show is. What's you Blue Mountain State? Oh, my Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So I'm in trouble. It's about a football team, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Blue Shit. Mountain <laughs> State, and it's just about the collegiate sports they play and what goes on with them. I'll give you a little taste of it, what it is, and they have... Could you, uh, could you, could you give me the taste as Dayton News? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can. Time for news. And it's a different theme song because it's uh, entertainment news. Dayton News. Thank you. And welcome to Dayton News. It's been brought to my attention that Corbin does not know what Blue Mountain State is. Yeah. So for my report, I'm going to be passing it along to Tam. Can you please tell me a little bit about Blue Mountain State? Well, thank you very much, Dayton. And it is my pleasure to go into Blue Mountain State, where you might be surprised, takes place completely in Minnesota, where there are no mountains. Mm -hmm. Uh, Blue Mountain reference being to the original collegiate band of Blue Mountain Swinggrass, Mm -hmm. which is the (laughs) national grass of Minnesota. Now, Tanner... When you talk about grass, like, are we talking about the stuff that grows from the ground? Uh, well, funny enough, most people would think that, but them, like yourself, are idiots. <laughs> no, we're talking about the grass that is solely grown on the backs of water-ledged turtles, mm. only found off the southern post island of Madagascar. Yes, yes, known as turtle skin. I can't do that. Have turtle skin? Oh, no, what you just yeah. did. I can't do that. <laughs> I got nothing. Okay, so Blue Mountain State Collegiate uh, Football Team and all the hijinks that come with it. And okay. Thad plays... Uh, the main character, yeah. which I'm uh, sorry, one of the main characters who is the captain of the football team, yeah, and the backup backup quarterback who is it's just Paul a stoner. Walker. I can't remember his name. Is James Paul Vanderbilt Walker. family? Paul Walker. Paul Walker. I don't know why my voice went so high. <laughs> Paul, Paul Walker? Walker. No, he's not Paul Walker, but he's a third string quarterback and doesn't really give a shit about the football. He's only there to uh, get some classes or something like that. And then anyways, he becomes a, he becomes the first string quarterback due to injuries and Thad hates him. So oh, Thad. Oh. absolutely. Right. And oh. his, his name's not, yeah, his dad. And that's Alan. Alan. All right. Anyways, well, we learned something today. You did lots. Corbin, did you say who you're going to be, um, uh, your stunt double for? Uh, you go ahead first. Well, I mean, as you guys can take in my natural, uh, athletic frame, I would probably be the best stuntman for like a 10-year-old Macaulay Culkin. Oh, yeah. yeah I see it now. I think that's yeah. where I would Especially I would if you shave. Do the scream. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. No, you gotta put, yeah. yeah that, you got to put the, uh, the hands up there, though. Yeah. I want to hit my, yeah. my <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see it. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I got the uh, unthreatening masculinity of like Sam Rockwell. So like I I still do the you know what I still have you know what? you're making the joke but it actually kind that, of that, fits. That fits really well <laughs> it kind of fits <laughs> yeah but that's kind of where I'm at Sam Rockwell okay you know what that's uh, actually yeah it took me back and then I was like yep no that yeah that's Kurt, nice. you win that's yeah, you win well played I like that one uh, uh, Dayton we have a lot of young listeners out there mm. <laughs> how how would you tell how would you tell the young folk 
who are looking to get into acting, how would you tell them where to start, how to start, what to do, what should they be looking into? Well, at the youngins, you would be wanting to start with, obviously, uh, in the high schools or the schools. They always put on a musical probably every year or two years, usually high schools more than anything. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of acting classes, and if people are really into it, right, especially if they get a first. uh, My recommendation is get a taste of it, right? Be a background character. Even do backstage if you want. You don't have to be on the stage because everyone gets all nervous when you're on the stage. And maybe it's not for me. Maybe it is. So I would recommend if you want to start that and you don't know if you want to go on the stage, definitely go into the back where you're helping with props, uh, doing the costumes, background stuff, right? Especially if you're not attractive. Especially if you're not attractive. Because you're not getting If you're not attractive, you get in the back. Yeah. (laughs) That's the back's for. And if you are attractive... Then give it a try. Yeah. Yeah, I would go with all the classes that are available and hang out with some friends and see if it's for you. Okay. Uh, Do we have time for the really hard-hitting questions? Do you want to get into the questions? Oh, no. We absolutely have time. Okay. Uh, We're going to get into some really hard... Those are the easy questions. That's all the easy shit. This was just just your easy nonsense. Now we're really going to get into the tough stuff. Oh, it's going to be rough. You ready? I'm roughed. You're you're already roughed? (laughs) I'm already roughed up. Okay. We're going to get more roughed. Okay. Uh, We finish this interview and you step outside the building and you find a winning lottery ticket for $10 million. What do you do? I'm taking it in and I'm cashing it in. Yeah. Well, well what does other but it's people not, said? But it's not your lotto ticket. Oh, it's not my lotto no, you ticket. Just someone else. You just found it. Right. So how, how, how would I find it? 10 million. Okay. How would I know whose it is? I, I would don't just know. turn it into police and say, hey, there's a minute. No, I'm, t- well, I'm well, taking it. Well, don't I'm go to the police. It. They don't know what they're doing. I'm cashing it. Yeah, please don't know what they're doing. Okay. I'm cashing it in. Judge me all you want. You know what? I'm cashing it in. That's my. I, mean, I would do ten million. That's my ten million, and I am yeah. fucking off. I would stab Corbin in the chest for ten million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I would sell Dayton News for ten million dollars. <laughs> I don't like how, how you're laughing before the questions asked. How much? How much would you charge to wash every window in Toronto? Ten million dollars. No. Uh, how much would I charge every single window in Toronto? Residential. Yep, everything. Everything in Greater Toronto area. Twenty million dollars. Okay. How about you? Uh, I mean, because what would that be per window? Well, that's that's right, right? Let's say there's five million windows. Yeah. And I would probably charge five dollars a window. Five dollars a window. Yeah. I just don't know if I'd live long enough to enjoy the money because I think that would just take forever to yep, do. That is true. Yeah. yeah. So I don't think I'd do Years. it. So you're going to layer deep now. Like you're getting into yeah, context. If I, yeah. That's why these hard uh, hitting yeah, questions are for They're just hard quick questions. Okay. That's the point. Another hard hitting question. Okay, Dayton, I noticed that you're wearing a watch. I am. Yeah. Um, can you show us in real time how you use it? Go. I. I, do I want me to show you? I'm going to explain it. The, the reason I'm time. saying this is Dayton's historically late for everything. <laughs> so I want to know if he knows how to use that. Oh, I like that you're trying to understand. I like that you're not holding it against him. You're trying to understand <laughs> yeah, I'm trying process. to understand. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm not judging. But I was well, here. I was here today. Today you got here. Yeah. Time. And you want to know Clearly why? Clearly it was because of that watch. And no, you, no, it wasn't because of the goddamn watch. It's because every time I come late, you're like, oh, you just made it on time. <laughs> every single time you made me feel like shit. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to fucking prove this guy right. I'm going to come right at three. I was literally outside your house watching my watch. And when it hit, I knocked. We were on the couch and we're like, he's not coming for another half hour. I would like to, I would like to, uh, I, I want you to feel good about coming on time. Yeah, you that's good. good. But we're also, proud. it doesn't, it's also okay to be early. Yeah. It is. <laughs> but that- <laughs> <laughs> you know, one step at a time. We're going to, you know, yeah, it's good you're on time. One step at a time. We're got it's on time. It's okay to be early. Sometimes. We're going to move up to five minutes, maybe 10. <laughs> Let's not get too crazy with 15, but we'll stick at 10. 
Okay. Uh, we have a trivia quiz prepared. By we, I mean me, because you two are going to be taking the trivia quiz. Oh. Is there points at the end? I'm glad you I'm glad that you're immediately in the combative mode to, to win. There is. So each person is going to get a point for the right question. Right answer, you mean? If they're, well, the right question. So we get what the question is, right. Yeah. Is Jeopardy or is it a, a real question? Oh, if yeah. you want to do the question, we can. I don't. Okay. I don't. Uh, get, get, the, uh, get the answer to said question. Uh, you get go. a point. Okay. If you don't, your opposite gets a chance to answer. And if they get it right, they get a half a point. Oh. Okay. Now, uh, the trivia is broken up in two categories. We have entertainment. Yeah. Geography. Yeah. History. Yeah. Arts. Science. Oh. So... <laughs> There's uh, three questions each. You guys can choose the category as we go on if you want. And I need to hear your guys' call-in sound. So I asked the question. You're going to have to make a sound to show that you want to answer. So we'll start with Dayton. What's your what's your call-in sound going to be? Bah, bah. Nope. I'm trying something different. Go yep. back to Corbin. I'll okay, think Corbin, what's, <laughs> what's your song going to be? Yep. Yep. <laughs> 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 All right, he's sheep dogging over here. Go I'm going go, to go with Bazinga. Oh, oh, God. oh God. Jesus Christ. Jesus. <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll, we'll oh. fill him in later. All right, so uh, that's where we're going to start. So we're going to let our guests uh, choose first entertainment, geography, history, art, science. Entertainment, please. Okay. Who played the title role in the film Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome? Yep. Ah, bazinga. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are we both allowed to chime in or is it no, just for you, him? No, you, no, you can both chime in. So oh, I didn't know first. that. Yeah, you went, well, you went first. You won. Oh. So go. What's your answer? Oh, yeah. That's uh, Mel Gibson. That is Mel Gibson. That's true. <clears throat> okay. Bazinga. Uh, that goes to Corbin. Sweet. Entertainment, geography, history, art, science. I'm going to go with another entertainment question. Oh, no. Entertainment number two. Ed Boon and John Tobias are the original designers of the video game franchise. Are you going to tell us the answer? Or? No. Oh. <laughs> I don't know this one. Okay. Bazinga. Okay. Yeah. Date. Splinter Cell. No. <sighs> what, are the, what are their names again? Ed Boon and John Tobias. I got nothing. Okay. Uh, Mortal Kombat. Uh, Mortal Kombat. Oh, I did know that. I actually did know that. That was dumb. Because he was on Hot Ones a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And a fun fun side note, uh, Noob Cybot, who's a character on Mortal Kombat, is actually an amalgamation of the names Ed Boon and John Tobias. Hey. You're going to learn something today. The more you know. Rainbow. Uh, Okay. Good harmony. Uh, I, I assume... You know, we're going to go back to Dayton because you got that one yeah, wrong. That's yeah. fair. Let's go geography. Geography. What is the Earth's largest continent? Yep. Holy. It's Asia. It is Asia. Right. This is bazinga in there, too. This guy. This guy. I got to go with this, this guy. All right, Corbin. Let's do good geography again. Number two. What animal is depicted on the flag of California? Oh. Yep. Okay. It's a Corbin? bear. It's a bear. I'm going to need more than that it is a five seconds it's a it's a brown bear incorrect fuck Dayton um it's gonna be a koala bear (laughs) (laughs) in California yes the California known koala bears out there uh, also known as tree bears 
fucking bear. I was right. What is it? Uh, it is a it is a grizzly bear. Fuck sake. <laughs> I had it. Me too. I get it. I should get a half point for that. Uh, no, you're both wrong. Okay. Uh, so moving on. Uh, so that'll take us back to Dayton. Uh, entertainment, geography, history, arts, science. Science, please. Oh, I got this. Look out. Which is the windiest planet in our solar system? E- Bazinga. E- okay, go ahead. Dayton. Saturn. Fuck, that's what I was going to say. Uh, Saturn's incorrect. Ah. <sighs> Corbin, yep. chance to steal? It's Neptune. It is, in fact, Neptune. <laughs> <laughs> it is, in fact, Neptune. Uh, almost twice as fast as the winds on Jupiter. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Ob- obviously. <laughs> yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Um, I obviously knew that, yes. <clears throat> Corbin, uh, entertainment, geography, history, art, science. History. History. What was U.S. President Wilson's first name? Woodrow. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you did get the yip out first. You did, yes, so yip. what's your answer, Corbin? Yeah, it's Woodrow. C- incorrect. Fuck off. Dayton? Uh, could you repeat the question, please? What was U.S. President Wilson's first name? Jonathan. Uh, incorrect. It's Thomas. What's his actual first Wood, Woodrow's Woodrow's middle, middle name? Woodrow's middle name. Okay. Was his middle name. Yeah. Okay. You literally got his middle name, but not his first? <laughs> oh, my uh, God. Dayton? Entertainment, geography, history, art, science. Arts, please. Arts. Which war do the girls in Little Women grow up during? Now you go ahead. <laughs> that's, <laughs> not, that's not how it works. Okay. <laughs> World War One. Incorrect. Corbin, chance to steal? Uh, I don't care. Civil War. Ah. Corbin? Yeah. We'll take arts for 200. Okay, arts for 200. In what country was the composer Beethoven born in? Bazinga. Dayton? Is it Germany? It was it Germany. Oh, and Dayton's on the board. What gave it away? The <laughs> ridiculously German name? <laughs> or the way I said Beethoven. <laughs> it's Beethoven. Uh, Dayton? Uh, I will go with science for 200. Please. Science. What was astronaut Edwin... Eugene Aldrin Jr.'s Nick. Yep. Buzz Aldridge. It was, bu- well, it was Buzz Aldrin, but yeah. Aldrin, yeah, we'll sorry. Give it to you. you know what I mean. We'll give it to you. We'll Buzz. give it to you. Uh, Corbin. Yeah. What are the couple, couple <laughs> left? One more entertainment. Uh, one more entertainment. I do have one more entertainment left. Uh, Snarf. Yeah. And Lion-O. Yeah, that's going to be. Our characters from which famous cartoon show? Thundercats. Yep. <laughs> okay, well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you a half a point because you're not following the rules set out. The Even though I'm game. giving you the correct answers. Yeah. Yep. This is my plan. That this was uh, going to win. Okay. By letting Corbin screw himself? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, half point for that one. Um, Corbin, it's serious. Okay, so what do we got left? We have geography, history, uh, arts, and geography. science. Geography. Geography. What animal uh, is the question I asked? Last geography question is what is the largest lake... Lying entirely within Canada. Yep. Corbin. That is going to be the largest lake entirely in Canada is going to be... I don't know. I, okay. I, I don't know. That's a that's film. Dayton? Chance uh, to steal. Lake Huron. Lake Huron? Yes. It uh, shares with Michigan. Uh, with Michigan. <sighs> yeah. Uh, the largest lake lake entirely in Canada is Great Bear Lake. Ah, no. In, yeah. in the Northwest Territories. North. It's actually the eighth largest lake in the world. Yeah, Whoa, I yeah. knew that. I, I, that was yeah. dumb. Go first, I, I think you both knew that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, Dayton. 
Uh, history. 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 Uh, how, ma- how many transatlantic trips did the Titanic make before else. sinking? <laughs> <laughs> history. Woo, woo. How many? How many transatlantic <clears throat> trips did the Titanic make before sinking? Yep. Zero. Oh, Corbin says zero, which is correct. Yeah, I was going to say, it was the first fucking voyage. Maiden voyage. Maiden, maiden voyage. Yeah. Uh, we have left um, history, arts, and a science. Yeah, give me a science. Here's a science for you. What part of the human body grows at an average rate of three millimeters per month? Yeah. yeah I think Ooh. We'll rock, paper, scissors for it. That was, that, you, you guys both started the, the cue there. I'm going to give it to our guest. Okay. First guest. Uh, I'm going to go with fingernails. Uh, it was fingernails. I was going to say hair. Good for you. Oh, Good yeah, for you. Fingernails is correct. Uh, ironically, toenails, only 1.6 millimeters a month. And you know what? I was going to say toenails. Tell that to my dad. <laughs> 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 Tell that to my dad. Uh, science gone. That leaves us with arts and history. Oh, we're going to go history, please. A history question. Who founded the Church of Scientology? Yep. Oh, oh. oh what's his name? Uh, <laughs> uh, Ronald. Ronald. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Don't, don't, you're, 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 One, hold on. Hold on. Two, Let me think. Three. Hubbard. Ron Hubbard. I'll Ron Hubbard. Okay. I'll give it to you. There um, you go. I, I'll tell you what. I will give you another half a point. For, I did everything right. <laughs> no, I'm giving you the point. You That's an extra point. half. Point. I'm giving you an extra half a point if yeah. you can tell me what the L in L. Ron Hubbard stands for. Loser. God, <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, but no. <laughs> mm. What does it mean? Lord? Uh, Lafayette. Uh, Named after his grandfather. Sure Lafayette. It's Lafayette. Lafayette. It is probably a loser, though. Uh, so arts. right now, as we go into our, I think our last, yeah, our last question in arts. So you're saying there's a chance. Corbin is sitting at six and a half points. Yeah, and I am. Dayton's sitting at two. So th- I'm going to put them all. So we're g- you can bet each other's what's points th- total. Okay. What's the ca- what's the category? We have one left in arts. Okay. So you can bet two points, and you can bet six and a half. Okay, six and a half, please. Okay, he's going to bet six and a half points. How many do you want to bet? One. One point. Okay. Oh, yeah. If you don't bet two, and he, he's going to Well, I'm going to lose anyway. Oh, I have to bet two. Yeah, yeah, I have to bet two. Okay. Oh, yeah, two. Okay. okay. So that means, by math, whoever gets this next question will win. <laughs> by math. Uh, our last arts question. What singer's autobiography was titled Man in Black? Bazinga. Dayton. Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. And our friend Dayton wins... <laughs> Wins. Yeah, ceremoniously. <laughs> I don't know anything. Ew. Oh, yeah. There oh, is. yeah, that's I beautiful. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, you know what? I can be honest with you. I don't know jack or shit about country music. Oh. <clears throat> yeah, but it's, it's Johnny Cash. It's Johnny Cash. Yeah. Have you ever heard Johnny Cash's grandson sing? Uh, yeah, I have actually, yeah. It sounds exactly it's like quite him. good. There's also another country singer, which you obviously wouldn't know, mm-hmm. but I don't know where he... What's his name? Colt? Colt Warner or something like that? Colt McGee. I don't Colt know. McGee or I'm something like that? Colt Train Drag. Colt Train. Colt Barrel Chest. And he lives apparently on a ranch. Colt Hunk. And he's like a heavy-duty smoker, and, he just, and he's like a younger guy. Colt Latigal. That's it. No. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, country's good. Okay, thank you for taking part in our uh, trivia quiz. Apparently, Dayton's the smartest person here. Oh, I like to think yeah, so. Yes, clearly. Thank you, everybody. Well, okay, so you want me to wrap up. Is that what that is? No, that leads us to our last main question. What's our last main question? What is it? 
Oh, yeah. Oh, obviously. Stupid. Sorry. <laughs> I'm having a day. You're really thinking about those... Well, uh, you're just staring at me. I didn't yeah. know what I was doing. No. <laughs> <laughs> staring longingly into your eyes. Dayton, the point of the podcast is... Yes. A, why the fuck do we care about stuff? Yeah. But the second thing is, uh, tell us about your journey in mental health and how you cope. Yeah. All right. So, uh, having the year that I've had, which involved a lot of ups and downs, a bit of a roller coaster, I've had to do a couple things, I think, which I think is good. Um, you can't just be solely dependent on one thing to help you with your mental health. It's nice to have all these things. And my things range from, you know, the stereotypical therapy, which I have a person I go talk to about stuff, whatever it may be. And then the stuff that's not really taught, like that people don't really know about, which is playing sports and playing video games and having a partner that you can talk with along with, the show. The show was a big one for me, right? It was also a bit of a contributor to some stress, but <laughs> not with the cast itself, having people surrounding you, right? So like, I think that's the biggest thing for me in regards to my mental health and my mental health journey is finding out these things and which ones work in different situations. And the one that's worked in every situation for me is a peer friend group, especially a peer friend group that gets what I'm going through, whether that's my job or whether that's theater or whether that's sports i have certain friend groups not that i'm choosing different ones but that i can talk to about things that are affecting me um whether it's my relationship with my my family or my relationship with my girlfriend i have people that i can go and chat to and that'd be the biggest one for me and be keep myself busy right so what about uh what is about the sports or the video games that kind of drives you into what's the, what's the thing that you like about it uh, difference, two different ones. That's for sure. Like video games is nice because, uh, all my friends back home, right. I don't see anymore and I get to go talk on the discord Ooh. with them and play some video games with them. And it's like all the world's problems and everything just kind of fade away when you're playing these games. Cause that's, what's most important right now when you're playing with your friends. Um, and we bullshit and talk about stuff that doesn't mean stuff kind of like what we're doing right now stuff that doesn't matter yeah it doesn't matter yeah. let me ask you this do you mind talking about uh your divorce and and specifically the stress that was involved with that and yeah so like i said to you guys before I mean, it just didn't kind of work out between the two of us and which was a very disheartening thing especially after covid and stuff like that we kind of realized that we were going in separate directions and that was kind of the more mental hit for me is that i had this plan set in motion of family and all this kind of stuff. And it kind of just got derailed really quickly, um, which was obviously upsetting and kind of a, a smack in the face. So that was my downward spiral. And then when I say it's a roller coaster, coming back up was, yeah, finding those different things like the therapy and all that. But the friend group that I had here was super supportive of me. And like helping me, whether it's finding a therapist or talking to somebody else, that was the biggest thing is I never felt... Being in a new city and not growing up here with people that always grow up, I found that I, people were open to talking to me about everything. And I, I was open to talking to them. Like that was the biggest thing that I found in this city that we're living in is that it's just, there's no judgment. There's no, that was the biggest thing for me is not, not having any judgment against what I was telling them or asking them. And I, that was huge for me. That made me open up more. You, nobody can see you right now. But you are a Hulk of a man. Yes. You're the Alan Richardson of this podcast. Alan. Alan, Alan yeah. Richardson of this podcast. When's the last time you've cried in front of a man? Go. Oh, a year ago. Wow. All right. Mm. A year ago. Yeah. 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 That's impressive. 
Yeah. How how did uh, how did you you said getting on the stage? Like what what is that what yeah. is that doing for you? How is that how is that releasing things for you? Getting on the stage, man. It, like it's very similar to. Um, like I was talking about video games, like I literally look forward to rehearsals, right? And like when we go, when I go there, we're not talking about life's problems. We're not talking about who's getting elected. We're not talking about how the world's burning. It's just about, okay, let's have some fun and let's talk about our characters. Let's talk about the show we're doing and let's put something together that's going to be meaningful, not just for me, but for my co-actors or the director, right? And you like having a show and starting it from beginning to end is such a rewarding experience because you see not only your transition into your character, but also your co-actors transition to their characters. And by the end of it, when the show was ready to go, where, where all these people come together, actors, director, uh, backstage crew, props, all this kind of stuff comes together in the last week before show, it's magical. That's the only way I can experience it. It was so fun uh, just trying to make each other laugh every time. Oh. Like for days, right? Just make, yeah. Can we make each other? Is this going to make someone else laugh? And then by the time we got to the show, I don't know about you guys, but for me, the time we got to the show... I was like, man, like we've kind of made each other like, like what if this is not funny to other people? <laughs> I don't that way. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. What if you do other, it so much, right? Yeah. 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 What if other people aren't going to find this funny? <laughs> I, I, when we got the first laugh on the first day, I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah. People, yeah. people also find this funny. Yeah. Because you, you hear the same joke for five months before going on stage. So after a while, you can still acknowledge that it's funny, but you're, you know every tiptoe and dance that's coming. Yeah. So Yet you... Buggers still tried to uh, make me laugh, and you found the way yep. once in a while. On stage. <laughs> Which have you watched the? I, so you've watched the the playback, the video. I've watched it back. Yes, I've gotten a photo from you saying that it was a very hard thing to do to see me like the Melvin or whatever it was. Yeah, it's yeah, it's I I I have when I watch things, I get very invested in the story, mm-hmm. uh, even if I've seen it a hundred times. I, I I don't really like watching myself on 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 the screen because mm-hmm. uh, I, I pick apart what I do, but I really wanted to watch you guys because I didn't I you and you and Allie and some of JV stuff I wasn't I wasn't on stage for it so I never really ever got to saw it so yeah. uh, getting to go on and, and watch that was was nice part yeah. of it, but um, yeah you are and and that's why I, I I wanted to give you shit because you just seem to do this naturally because I don't I don't know how you get away <laughs> with it but for being a man of your 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 reach or stature uh you, your your first 40 minutes of the play you're playing a tiny little geek of a man mm-hmm. and how you I mean you you acted well but then how you you just naturally uh fall into that body type and movement um, with really no direction, I, like I don't remember you being directed to do any of that, um, but just kind of how you found that. Act, you, you just you're watching. I'm watching a nerd on there, and I'm not. You know, it takes it away. So that that kind of aspect of your your acting was always really nice. Where um, I just feel it's Tanner up there. We're in a different shirt every time, but yeah, it's, it's easy I to be hard on yourself. A, I sent you a message because I did the same thing as, as Tanner. I watched it back, and I wanted to see what everyone else was doing. Because when we're not on the show, mm-hmm. you yeah. can't see it from the backstage. Definitely. And I, I remember, yeah, I sent you a message saying, like, yeah. that was cool, all the little things you did to make it funnier each step of the way that when you read the the script in those areas probably wasn't as funny as, as mm-hmm. you made it. So that was really cool to see. And that's that's the part that I'm talking about that also goes with my is, is building this character and, and doing this stuff is so much fun to me. And it's just, I've even though there were some stressful times and there are always stressful times in shows, the main feeling that I have when I'm doing this stuff for five months is just pure joy, pure joy.
pure yeah. joy hanging out with and especially and it gets even better with better castmates or people that you know that like that i've known you guys before even going into this show and i was really excited to work with you and having such a small cast too is such a big difference right i've done oliver where there's 70 to 80 cast members mm-hmm. and then i've done this show which is five <laughs> like it's and both have their their effect on me but i love the close closeness of this cast for sure yeah and and i mean the other two are obviously they're on here but um both wonderful people oh wonderful. uh you know friendships forever obviously they're not as good actors as we are no i mean which is easy clearly, to say that's why they didn't get know, invited on yeah this, they're not so, here right? clearly so, so. but clearly. i mean well to be fair jv was here last week but okay I'm a little upset. <laughs> <laughs> um well i i uh i appreciate that i our hope is to, just to give options out there if People are open to try new things. Yeah. Uh, it might be scary, but uh, doing something in front of people is probably one of the coolest things you'll get to do as a human. Yeah. The rewards you get for risking stuff like that, uh, going out and putting your all on the line, right? I, I think it's, it's, like you said, it's scary, but that reward, when it hits you and you finally find something that is your calling or whatever you want to call it, is truly what will help you out in a lot of ways, including... The mental health aspect yeah we um <clears throat> we like to leave with homework at the end of every week mm-hmm. um so uh corbin was nice enough to give me some homework of starting the coronado trilogy oh, yeah here's my homework i need for you oh, okay let's do it i'm ready you need to go into the real world so no googling okay okay Okay. You need to find a fast food restaurant in the city in which we live. I like it so far. <laughs> you need to find out which one uh, offers a secret menu. You need to order something off of said secret menu and then come back and debrief with us next time. Oh, oh okay. I can do that. Glorious homework. Yeah, that's what you need to do. You need to go find a secret menu without Googling. You just need to go to the restaurant itself and find out. Okay. I can do that. Okay. I like that. All right. Okay. That's, that's your homework. That's, right. what, that's what we need next week. All right. It's going to be so disgusting, whatever it is. They're always so... <laughs> oh, they're always decadently always, amazing. Right? Yeah. Decadently. <laughs> yeah. All right. I can yeah, do that. Okay. That's, that's a good one. Okay. That's that. a good one, man. <laughs> okay. Good. Good. Uh, day 10. Yes. Thanks for being here, man. Yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm super pumped to be here and see you guys again. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. Hopefully, we can uh, we can get uh, back and, and do something again down the road. But in the meantime, you're always, you're always welcome here if you want to... You want to come back and sit down here and join with us and talk about nonsense and why uh, none of this shit matters. None of it matters. None of this shit matters. You can always just come back and uh, please sit here and join us. I will. 100%. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Uh, you can check us out on all of the major podcast uh, outlets at the app, Radical Apathy Podcast. You can get us at Twitter or X at Apathy Podcast. Um, and then Facebook, Radical Apathy Podcast. So. Yeah. Yeah, like it if you like it. If you don't like it, I like it anyway. I guess. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Now, Tanner, uh, why don't you play off uh, the music that I use for Dayton News? Right. Just to play us off. Right. Dayton News.